First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. There's been a series of developments around SAA this week. Two days ago, that new board appointed Derek Hanukom as the chair. Then yesterday, Parliament hearing claims from the former Director General of the Public Enterprises Ministry, Katatsot Lakuri, that the minister, Pravin Gordon, had sort of allowed impropriety in the deal. And the deal sees 51% of SAA going to Takatso. But Gordon says Lakuri is simply trying to avoid disciplinary procedures for another offence. Well, let's be Speak now to the new chair of the new SAA board, Derek Hanukum. Mr. Hanukum, good morning and thank you for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Thank you. What is your mandate as the new board? We've got this deal with Takatsu in the works. <coughs> what is what are you supposed to do? Okay, well, the, the deal with Takatsu still has to be concluded. And I think there are uh, an, a number of um, hurdles which still have to be overcome before it comes to conclusion. The But meanwhile, there, there's an airline with uh, eight aircraft and uh, with an increasing number of routes and it has to be run and it has to be run properly. Um, and, you know, we have to continue with uh, with future plans. Um, so with or without the the um, consortium coming in and with the, or the share equity partner coming in, uh, we have to run this airline. And our mandate is to keep it going as an, in, as an interim board or board that is appointed until such time as the um, the deal is concluded and until such time as the consortium comes in with its 51% share, the airline has to continue being run efficiently, properly, ethically, and and we, we, we can't stand still. We have to continue uh, working towards an airline that is profitable, an airline that can do what is expected of an airline, a competitive airline. Uh, so you know we we're, we're holding the fort um, or running the ship, which whichever way you like to put it, but but temporarily we understand that we just don't know with any certainty how long it may take. But we 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 simply cannot sit still and wait for things to happen. Um, we have to do what is necessary to be done in in running an airline. So you don't deal with the cuts, so it's the public enterprises department. Is that right? That that is absolutely right, and that's perhaps one one of the challenges is that we you know as we continue developing plans and which we are doing for the airline, we at this stage are at the disadvantage of not knowing what the Takatsu plans are. Um, so that that is that is an issue. Yeah, it's taken forever, and I don't know why. And there's so many sort of <laughs> questions like how was Takatsu selected? I don't know. We also don't have financial statements for SAA, as far as I know. Are you going to try and sort that out? So at least we know what the true financial position of the airline is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I mean, the airline comes, you know, with a very very shaky past. Um, but it's in the process of, of recovering and the process of fixing all of the things that went wrong, and there were many. Um, so the, the, there is, there will be financial statements uh, for, uh, following the, this last financial year. The good news is that SAA will show a modest profit. I can't reveal the details at this point because the financials have not yet been released. But the board, you know, we had our first meeting yesterday, our first substantial meeting. Um, and the we'll we'll consider the the um, the, the the annual financial statement um, early next month, um, which will then obviously be be audited, and um, and it'll be tabled. So the first um, that that will happen next month. So it'll it'll be released publicly. Obviously, the release is through the shareholder through the minister, 
but the board first has to look at the financials and they have to be then presented and audited but the but so far looking good so so these uh, you know our primary task at the moment is to comply with the pfma comply with you know with um all of the requirements of the pfma and that is a, an, a properly managed institution taking financial accountability ethically run uh, being serious about rooting whatever the remnants of corruption might be in the organization and and bringing it back to profitability um but at the moment we have to run strictly this is it it's not it's not a commercial air or private commercial airline it remains a, a state owned airline uh which you are part owner of steven because that's that's what it is and and the thing is the requirements of a of a public entity are quite different and it makes it a little bit more difficult yes but we do account because it's public money so it means decisions are not decisions are not as easy in a public entity as they might be in a private private entity it seems to me there might be a little bit of an mm. argument over the valuation again numsa claiming that saa has been undervalued they say that's deliberate i don't know if they've brought evidence to show that but that's their claim do you know at this stage what the true value of saa is or are we going to have to wait for the financial statement to sort of resolve all of that yeah well uh, firstly they they are wrong i mean there's no and i'm quite convinced of that although it's early days and we're we're sort of sort of in a in a discovery path on a discovery path at the moment to find out what the the real situation is but i don't for a moment uh, doubt that the that there was no there was no uh, undervaluing of the assets um or rather deliberate undervaluing of the assets with some kind of agenda in mind having said that um it's it's quite clear that the that the assets are hopelessly undervalued and SAA has already um appointed a a, a um valuer to and has done a valuation of the at least the domestic assets and uh, you know the value of the assets is is in, and that's where norms has right is considerably higher than uh, was initially tabled and there are many things that we're going to have to fix that were that were blatantly wrong um but i can't reveal the the details of that valuation at this stage uh, because it's not you know much of what we do has to go to the shareholder for approval and 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 so forth but the all i can say is that the of the valuation of the domestic assets have been has been done and it will um it you know that it will come out quite soon and the next step is going to be not only a valuation of the international assets but but also a, a thorough um um inventory of 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 international assets so i don't think we you know it's as it stands at the moment there are assets all over the world there are offices and buildings that are owned by saa and and you know we don't even have that information in front of us so the challenge is quite um, considerable so it's a formidable challenge but you know we just have to at this stage steven do it step by step do it thoroughly and 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 be as transparent as we can possibly be in the context of a, a you know it being a business with with very very fierce competition so you know it's it's it would be unreasonable for us to reveal all of our future plans when other airlines are not doing so Do you have a view one way or another or where that government should be in the airline business at all? It's very tough for airlines. Uh, a particular talk about uh, the commercial sector that's sort of grown during strangely sort of coming out of the pandemic. 
Uh, is there really still a role for SAA in our economy? And you'll know the argument that government bailouts have resulted mm. in government money <clears throat> going to fund transport for middle class and rich people, which really can't be justified. Yeah. Uh, so, so firstly, we our vision is not to have an airline that depends on government bailouts, uh, with or without the the partnership. So, the at the moment, and and the good news is that you know, albeit a modest profit, that in in the the last financial year there was a profit. The um, so we don't want this airline to be a burden on on the fiscus or a burden on taxpayers. We want this airline to be what it was at some point. And that is a, a really a reputable airline, really good reputation, good record, safety, passenger service, reliability. And we want to restore to that. Of course, difficult because it is now effectively a very small airline. Does 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 it have value to the state? Well, for me, the answer is is a is a very strong yes, because um, you know, and it's not. It's not just a matter of national pride that many countries have national uh, have national carriers. National carriers can be a real asset. And of course, SAA, it is what it is. It comes with a good record. It's, it's known. It, uh, it's a brand. We need to uh, reassert that brand and reestablish the brand. There are programs like the Voyager program. All of this needs attention. Uh, but, you know, there are many, many customers up there that just can't wait for, for SAA to get not only to, to, to do its regional flights, which it, it is doing at the moment, on the African continent, but to to go beyond the African continent and re-establish some of the international routes. The you know the numbers of people <laughs> that have come to me and say, "Well, when are you going to do this route? When are you going to open this route? We can't wait." And so the, the and then uh, lastly, uh, uh, Stephen, the the value of a national carrier, if it is run properly and if it is not a burden on the state, is that it can it can do certain things, like take on routes. That on if it if it is in a financial position to do so, to take on routes that are not immediately profitable but have benefit to benefits to the country for tourism for trade. So I, as you know, I come from the uh, the tourism background. But as minister of tourism, then um, the discontinuation of the Mumbai Johannesburg route came at a huge cost to international tour- to tourist arrivals from India because it just became so much more difficult and more expensive to fly to South Africa. So, you know, sometimes you do embark on, on routes that are not immediately profitable, but uh, with obviously with the intention of the, these routes becoming profitable. So proper, proper analysis has to be done before one just simply goes on to a new route. But can I say that SAA was so fraught with malpractice and corruption that even in some cases discontinuation of roots mm-hmm. had a had a corrupt cause behind it and mm-hmm. i say this cautiously but i'm quite sure quite sure of it Derek Hanakom thank you very much indeed the chair of the new interim SAA board